Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Game Over Toronto, where we have a very, very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. This man needs no introduction, but I'm going to have to give him one anyway. He is a multi-time WWE champion, a multi-time tag team champion. He is a WWE Hall of Famer. He is the pride of Orangeville, Ontario. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar Edge. Welcome to the show. Uh, that was pretty well done. I'm missing my pyro. Which, I'm missing uh, pyro. <laughs> that, that was part of my rider, guys. That and the, the green M&Ms. But, you have to do that. No. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll try that. I, I was actually going to add the, the voice crack um, the, of Tony Chimel. <laughs> yeah. The, superstar, <laughs> the iconic yeah. Superstar, but yeah, no, I, yes, yeah, I had to, I had to throw that down there just to live my, uh, my announcer dreams. So yeah, welcome. We're really glad we got you on for a Leafs win because oh, yeah. it might have been a different, uh, it might have been a different scenario without a Leafs win, but um, different tone, glad- different tone for sure. And and when you asked me, I thought, well, the Tampa game, right? Because Tampa, just Tampa, mm, um, it's. So thankfully, yeah, because because I was at the last game in Tampa, and uh, so I was there to see Marner break the record, which was amazing, and it was a great game. But of course, you know, OT. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I was I was quite happy that we got one tonight. And I heard you were sporting a Leafs jersey in Tampa. Like this is this is what I heard through the grapevine. So so here's here's the story, right? So uh, my, my best friend Jay, who all, who wrestles as Christian, he goes, "Hey, I got tickets to the Tampa game. Cool, awesome!" And it was just past his birthday, so we kind of celebrated both of our birthdays. Um, all I brought was a Leafs T-shirt to wear, and I didn't know that we were staying in the Lightning's hospitality suite to watch the game. <laughs> so I walk in, and they're like, "You can't wear that." I'm like. Hold oh. on, hold. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, this, the, the audio is a little bit, uh, a little bit quiet. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Oh, okay. So I, I went. Well, this is all I have. They said, well, you have to, you know, change. I was like, well, I'm not going to buy a Tampa shirt, so I'll go watch it somewhere else. So I went and watched it in a different suite where I could actually cheer for the Leafs and uh, enjoy the game. Oh, so you, that makes my wow. heart warm. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like you're like Elaine from Seinfeld in, in the episode where she's in the, the Yankees owner's box exactly, with the Oreos hat. The Oreos hat. <laughs> yeah. So when exactly. I told my wife, I was like, you're never going to get, you know, believe this. But because I wouldn't change my shirt, I couldn't watch the game there. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah. So there it is. Yeah, See, it's a good I thing. Don't we know who, yeah, who said no to you? I would be so terrified. Like, Mr. Edge, sir, please don't I, hurt I, me. I, well, I guess it's, I guess it's the owner's box, right? So, yeah. I mean, it, it, to be, I get it. I guess it's still a little strange to me, but um, but yeah. So I just went down and enjoyed it somewhere else. That's good. <laughs> well, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to this game. We're gonna get to some stories, some fun. But first, I gotta shout out our sponsor, Sports Interaction. Think you know which way it's gonna go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, which has passed. Sorry about that. Hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live and play are one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it, easy, makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So, all yeah. Right. 
we gotta we gotta get into this game because um all right let's let's talk about the the scenario going into this because the Leafs were on a two game skid right they they did not look good and the Lightning on the other hand man were they looking like one of the hottest teams right now right I mean in that five game winning streak they had twenty four freaking goals and they only let in seven. By all intents and purposes, this was supposed to be a rough game for the Leafs, but in classics Leafs fashion, we won four to one. We uh we limited them drastically in this game. And yeah, speaking about the that first though, Bunton. Bunton, can we say more about this guy? Like that snipe, first of all, and then the the, the situation with Dan Kelly. Um yeah. that that was hilarious to I, say the I thought least. He, I thought it was. I thought I was watching like WrestleMania, and he was like, it was like Triple H was a special guest referee or something. Like it was what's really going on odd. Here? It was <laughs> really really odd. I was like, wait, what is he? And then oh, is he he's allowed doing to do two that? and three more times? It's not just one. It's like it's like a triple shove and like yeah. down the hallway. <laughs> I've never I seen not that. Seen Actually, I actually saw Darcy Tucker tweeted that there was a referee that he showed up when he was fighting and being crazy like Darcy Tucker is that yeah. the referee pushed him into the into the hallway like much harder. But I'm like, I don't think that's a good thing if your league is um has special guest referees, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, to be to be fair, good on bunting for not doing something back because oh yeah you know, somebody shoving you like that instant kicks in I, I know somebody shows me like that they're on their ass so <laughs> you know, I think so I, so it's it, it, so good on him for for not getting um you know any any you know a suspension or something from it but he played great tonight you know he's he's that guy kind of like Ken Lindsman back in the day and I'm dating myself now but it, those those type of players are so needed and for years the Leafs, I mean, Hyman, Hyman didn't really fill that role. He was awesome. I loved Hyman, but he wasn't quite the instigator that Bunting is. And um, and I feel like sometimes he does that and it backfires, but then other times it seems to fire the team up. And he was just all over the place tonight. It was yeah. um, it was definitely his game there the, that first period for sure. Exactly. And and like you saw, I mean, that whole situation happened because Bunton was trying to stand up for Marner, right? So yeah. you see that, you see like the camaraderie and it's great to see um, them sticking up for, for, for their fellow players, right? Um, but <laughs> Dan Kelly, what are you doing in that situation, right? I mean, can, can you give a, 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 a roughing penalty? <laughs> what, what was yeah, I, I, I mean, there's going to be something. I'm sure he'll get fined or something or whatever they do. Referees, I don't know. <laughs> get a stern, but, stern uh, talking to from the league. Yes. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a, a shout out to, to Kyle Cushman, right? But uh, he tweeted out about this and he pointed out that this is the same Dan Kelly that threw an elbow at the head of Andres Janssen um, that concussed him that. in 2016, the Calder Cup playoffs, right? Wow. So. He, I didn't know I that mean, either. Yeah, that was a ten-game uh, suspension that that he uh, that he had because of that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I could see I could see something coming from it. You know, yeah. um, the fact that it's bunting, I think people will go, oh, okay, well it was bunting, so I kind of get like if he'd done that to you know yeah, TJ was... Brody or something, you'd be like, what? what the... <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, I thought they, they played great tonight. To me, that was one of their most complete games. That that 5 nothing went over Dallas a couple of weeks ago. They just looked super strong. And to me, in New York, it was Shesterkin. 
you know, I, to me, he's the best goalie in the league. I, I know Vasilevsky is Vasilevsky, but Shesterkin, man, he's uh, he just played off his rocker that night. And I think that's what really got them. And then in Washington, they just looked tired. And, yeah. and I feel like uh, Samsonov might have been, you know, playing the X team. You know, the whole uh, with Ovi, is he going to, when is he going to break Howe's record? There, there was a lot going on in that game, too. And Washington, their crowd, they're a good, good home crowd. Um, Toronto could learn something off them, actually. <laughs> Ooh, you hear that, Leaf fans? Hey, Edge just, just called you out. <laughs> here, here, here's the thing I think most of the lower seats are businessmen trying to close a deal who could care less about a hockey game, which is a shame. Because mm-hmm. um, you go to Chicago, hell, you go to Montreal, my God, that place is rocking. Um, I, I wish, I wish a, a Leafs game felt that way, and I'm sure come playoffs it will. But yeah, we have a a, a, a fan of the show um, uh, wrote in. His name is Steve Dangle. Question for Edge: oh. What's a better place to watch the Leafs at your own house or in a box in Tampa? <laughs> I think we already touched on it, but uh, that story. yeah, way that's better at all. Yeah, <laughs> I got some well people, played, Daniel. Yeah, I, I got some people asking. Uh, so, uh, who wore the belt tonight? That's what people are asking tonight. So, uh, you know, who who are you giving that illustrious I, I, belt to? I mean, I think I think you you got to go bunting off of tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Matthews is all over the all over the place, but he, he normally is. Hey, can we talk about those skates too? By the way, oh, I mean, yes. beautiful. Yeah, like at first I'm watching, go, what is going on there? Like, I, and then when they explained the story, I was like, oh wow, that's even better. Um, but at first, it just because I'm old, at first I thought, is it yellow laces? Is he doing the Ovechkin? Like, what what is going on there? And then I got a better look. Um, but uh, yeah, I got I guess bunting. Uh, tonight, all right, Michael Bunting, you are the champ for tonight. Listen, I, I also want to put some focus on that third line because holy right. crap, they're they're really firing and and they had a lot of good opportunities in that that first and second. Right, I think it was like it was like four or five really solid opportunities where they were they're they're just clicking on all. Uh, they're they're just clicking really well and they're getting a lot of opportunities. They're getting a lot of shots up. It just couldn't go in um early on. But uh, yeah, they're they're continuing to look like a, a very strong line out there, right? It, it feels like that's outside of Spets of the last couple of years. That's what what the team's been missing, right? Is mm-hmm. that that bottom six to really start filling in those holes? For me, um, I've always liked Camp. I love the way he plays. I love the way he hustles. Uh, um, you know, Kerfoot, super fast, skilled player. To me, Engvall. So Engvall is a dude. He's built like freaking Colossus from the X-Men, right? <laughs> I, I, I wish that he played like Tavares with his size. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because That's like a chief complaint. If, if I watch Tavares, like when Tavares comes on, I'll just watch him and watch everything he does. And that dude does not stop grinding in those corners out in front of the net. Like, and... I like Engvall a lot. I've always thought, you know, amazing skater, great shot, big dude. But man, if he played like Cam Neely, (laughs) (laughs) um, not his style, I get it. And he'll be much healthier on the back end of his career for it, I'm sure. But, uh, but it's good to see them really starting to to come together and and Engvall specifically, because I've really always wanted him to kind of 
you know, take off. And, and I often wondered what him and Matthews together would be like on a line. Mm. Be interesting. I mean, the only time, I mean, there, there was a game before, I think it was the game against, um, it was LA, I think, where he, he, he slashed the, uh, the, uh, yeah. Sean Dursey in the head. And we're like, <laughs> You know, Engvall, we wanted you to be aggressive, but not to try yeah. to decapitate another player. Like, Maybe not, not with a stick. Yeah. Don't Marty McSorley somebody else, please. Not today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Bunting. Oh, the there belt. you go. There we you go. Here. So we, we heard from producer Rob that Michael Bunting did get the belt from the team. So they heard you, Edge. They're listening. They're listening they're live listening. in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. I actually have direct uh, access to the locker room from my lease room. I don't know. There you go. Just have uh, have them on speed. <laughs> somebody, asked, uh, somebody in the chat here asked, um, who would be the best pro wrestler on the Leafs and why would it be Bunting? And I'm like, <laughs> I, think it'd be, um, I think he'd be the best promo. He would cut the best promo for sure. Out of the yeah, he, he would definitely be the best heel. <laughs> um, you know, um, I think Giordano would be a good wrestler too. Oh, really just a do. big body up there, just right? a big body consistently yeah. putting like consistently doing his job, not complaining about it, it, taking the league minimum just to play for the like. Come on, yeah. if you don't love Giordano, Gio I, looks like. like- <laughs> he's if, like if, such a fan, if a least fan complains about that guy like you're you're just that guy then you're the guy yeah, at just the party the guy. who's going to be debbie downer in the corner you're, you're yeah. that person it's like, well, um, you know he's, uh, he's you know he's only 30 you know he's 39 years old right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh and next you're going to complain about like oh my toast to two burnt whatever it is like there's always going to be something with you right my beer is too um, cold but yeah maybe maybe giordano and if uh Engvall definitely has the physical capability in terms of like what is he six four two twenty five something like that with like two percent body fat there you go he beat <laughs> He he'd be the pro. He's kind. Of, I I like that actually. He's kind of like the prototypical, what you would think as like the like you'd look at him and be like that's the next guy. Like you give the like he's the next world champion for sure. Yeah. Well, and he's a good looking dude. So he he checks all the marks. We just have to up that intensity a little bit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> for, I mean, for, and I was gonna say about Giordano. That, that's something. That's something I've always really respected about him as well. And somebody asked him. He's like, or the reporter was like. um, you know, how do you feel about, you know, the, the pressure or, you know, when they're playing poorly, how do you feel about all the noise outside? He's like, I love it. Why? I love playing at Toronto. Like the noise, the noise gets me going. And to me, I was like, yes, this guy gets it. I mean, you got to figure a, he played his career in Calgary. So maybe not to the extent or level of Toronto's pressure, but still Canadian market, uh, a fan base that loves their team. Um, He's, he's used to this kind of stuff. And also as a player, you want it like, you don't want to be in Arizona playing in the mullet arena, you know, like you, you <laughs> want to be in that pressure cooker. And, and uh, like, I, I don't know, you know, I look at it from my perspective, right. I love when we go to Chicago because that crowd is just going to yeah. be, you know, and um, I think, you know, a guy like that seems seems to appreciate it. And you got to remember, too, in 2019, he's a Vesna Cup, like, or Norris Trophy. Sorry, Norris he won the yeah. Norris in 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Like, he was 36, I guess, or 35 yeah. when, he won the, when he won the Norris. That's that's actually pretty pretty wild when you think about it, that he's yeah. that, he was doing like that at that age, ago. for sure. 
Yeah. You know, you know, three and a half, four years ago. So the, the fact that when Riley went down, I was like, Oh man. And, and you know, Ben and uh, who else was out at that point? Uh, Lilligren was out at that point. I was like, man, this, this could mm-hmm. get ugly. But mm-hmm. to me, that was the, not the first time, but the, the way the team rallied with all of those losses and then went on that streak. I went, wow. I don't think that would have happened you know, a couple of years ago, um, Riley, to me, he's, he's kind of the, the backbone of that team with the amount of time that he plays. He's on the PK, you know, if there's overtime, he's out there. Um, that, that was a huge loss and they yeah. just rallied the troops. And, and then you get, um, you know, guys like well. playing solid. And, mm-hmm. and if you watch him on, on the blue line, he's just, the way he can keep it in and just toss it off to somebody. Even tonight, there was a couple of times where the, the puck was about to clear the zone and he was right there and made some really great plays to get it back um, and get the pressure back on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, look, I'll, so I, I was actually going to ask, so what was like, what did you see as, because you said like, if this was last year, two, three years ago, the team might've cratered with all the defensive injuries. So what did you see as the difference with this team when they had literally no defensemen, now they're getting healthy, but when they had no defensemen, what did you see from this team that was, that allowed them to rally the way they did? I, I think the, the, I mean, Tavares obviously already was, but I think the other three of the core four have matured. Yeah. You know, I, I think they're becoming men and because you got to think about how young those guys still are, let alone were throughout these last few years. And I don't care what anybody says. It, it, it takes time to really do whatever profession it is, whatever sport it is. It's so rare for somebody to come straight out of the gates and just dominate. And and they have to a degree, but I think playoffs are just a different beast altogether. And it feels like the mentality has changed this season. Um, you know, I was really worried when Muzzin went down and uh, still worried about him from a personal standpoint. Um, but to me, he was always kind of the rock of Gibraltar back there. Um, mm-hmm. But Giordano, I think, was massive and has been massive, probably doing a lot of things that none of us see in terms of just keeping everybody dialed in, calm. Um, we see the difference with Hall already just, you know, when he's been playing with them and how it's, he's calmed down through some of the, you know, a couple of shaky games. And of course you have one or two shaky games in Toronto and look out. Um, <laughs> but I mean, even like look back and it's like, I love that the fan base is passionate, but really we're going to talk about fire, firing Sheldon Keith <laughs> after, after four or five losses. Like I get it. I okay. think that's over. It's well, over. Yeah, I consider it, it also had a rough uh, September last year as well. <laughs> it's, it's just it's the same minute. path that they're going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I think about guys like Sandine, hopefully he's okay. And, mm-hmm. um, and guys that are getting shot, a lot of it is reps. Like when, when you're a healthy scratch and then you come back healthy scratch, now those guys are getting consistent playing time and they're showing what they can do with more responsibility. Um, and sometimes when, when injuries happen like that, it's a great opportunity for those guys to step up and really show that they can be a regular fixture on the team. Yeah, I think that's... 
I think that's the uh, that's the biggest update that uh, that's the biggest factor, I, I guess, like with this team this year specifically, is that they're able to 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 really dive into the the depth of the roster and and get the most out of all of these players right we've had a lot of issues mm-hmm. with um with not only our defensemen but even our, our goaltend we've had a lot of injuries right like samsonov has 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 had injuries murray i mean he's he's also had injuries and um all of these guys we just see a good buy-in from the from the players right sheldon keith has done a great job of trying to keep these guys uh responsible and keep these guys motivated to 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 play for their spot right and um i think that's that's a big that's a big um a big plus going into the playoffs right and especially from our our forward group as well right we're not so heavily reliant on matthews by all intents and purposes matthews is is a lot uh, has slowed down from last year right he's still producing fantastically don't get me wrong right but um we're seeing the rest of the players around and pick up as well right um we're just seeing that the team dynamic grow and it, it's it's just fantastic to see and really brings a lot of um a hope i guess like to the fan uh to the fan base right well and i, I don't even think it's a, a matter of that matthews isn't playing as good i think he's playing more of a two-way game Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's really like if you watch him, man, he he gets a lot of turnovers. And you know, his stick work is just insane. And I feel like that's the biggest difference in his game is that you hear every interview the team say it starts with D and we'll get our chances. It starts with defense, we'll get our chances. And it feels like everyone has fully bought into that now. And you see what's happened. Like the only reason Boston is ahead of them is because of that ridiculous streak they went on at the beginning of the season, right? <laughs> Where I think, what are they, 19 and 0 at home or until they played something Vegas. ridiculous? It's just they're yeah. still going. <laughs> yeah, it was it's funny true, though, true. within that period though, the one loss or one of the few losses was to the Leafs as well, <laughs> funnily yes. enough. There yes. you go. It'll be interesting That's to see right. the Leafs go to Boston. That'll, that'll be a good game. Yeah. absolutely so we have a bit of an update on rasmus sandin and by update um this is literally the tweet no update on rasmus sandin <laughs> this is uh from mike stevens uh we'll be evaluated in the next day or so Keith did say pulling him from the game was more precautionary than anything so sounds like it's probably just his neck is tight and they're not wanting to yeah. hurt him any further might so. have pulled something yeah, it doesn't look too too serious. It was weird though, because um we had no idea what really happened, right? It seemed like he he was there for the Matthews goal, and then all of a sudden, the next minute, he's off the ice, right? Um, so yeah, I I, I can't imagine it'd be something too serious, but uh, hey, fingers crossed, right? Because Sandine has been playing playing well for us so far. Yeah, he's really stepped up. You know, his speed. Um, he is not the biggest guy, but he he still tries to play physical, which I appreciate. I think. Where it turned around for him is when uh, who did he fight? Who did he fight? remember when he got that oh, scrap? Yes, yes. I, I oh, oh Wallstrom, Wallstrom. The name was Wallstrom, right? All of I forget the first name, but it's Wallstrom from the Islanders. Islanders, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, I I feel that, like that was a moment for him where it was like, <laughs> okay, this this guy is, you know, he wants to be on this team and he wants to be a regular and he wants this spot. Yeah, like we mm-hmm. like he needs to be good because every like he needs to be physical and be ready to fight because we have to play Enter Sandman when he gets angry. Like you have to play that. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. That's it. It has to be like <laughs> if we can get the dark side of Rasmus Sandy, we can make that a thing for us podcast. <laughs> like we have to make it a thing. 
But if he's playing timid, we can't use Metallica, you know? It just it, yeah, it doesn't out. necessarily fit. You might play ABBA instead. <laughs> the Swedish thing, you know? So, uh, I, Adam. Speaking of the Swedes, though, yep. I mean, my gosh, this team and their Swedish players, like every <laughs> one of them, um, I mean, half the damn team is Swedish, I think. and uh, But all just so good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really like all of them. Uh, Lilligren, too. Like that, that – he is one of those guys that just does his job so consistently. Um, he, he can hit, he can shoot, he can, you can put him on the PK. Like he's just, he's, he's a really good player. And uh, what was that, that one game where they were killing the penalty? Marner lost his stick and Sandine was out there. I mean, it was just, it's moments like that where you see the team kind of rallying around each other and becoming more cohesive. And it's, it's just fun to watch them. They're really fun enjoyable team to watch even if they lose you know it's just they're a great skilled team they're never really going to be out of a game kind of like you know tampa showed they aren't really out of a game either tonight i enjoy watching good hockey i I don't even care if it's the leafs like i like watching the bruins i don't like them but i like watching them because they're good and i like watching them play vegas because i know it's going to be a great game and you know i just enjoy good hockey and the leafs play amazing hockey they're just fun to watch absolutely yeah all right everybody so i just want to make sure i just want to shout everybody out we have adam copeland aka edge here make sure you like make sure you subscribe make sure you tell all your friends hey every time you like our show a butterfly gets its wings it's science okay look it up (laughs) anyway so i have a question to ask now, I know that you are clearly a Leaf super fan. Now, when you were in your time, either you know in the past or right now in the WWE, um, who else in the WWE did you share a love for hockey with? Like, who else was a fan of you know, either the Leafs or other teams as well? Um, so, Jay Riso, Christian, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, both, he, he, uh, he's from Orangeville as well. So, we uh, grew up loving hockey and wrestling. And, um, so him and I will always, uh, you know, kind of catch up on what we think of the, the last game and everything like that. He is one of those guys that has his one spot on his couch, has <laughs> to sit there, will not move the entire game. Like if he has to go to the bathroom, he won't go because <laughs> if, the Leafs, if, the, if the Leafs are winning, because it, it, it will break his, his juju that he has going, um, cause he thinks this where his ass sits somehow affects the <laughs> um Sammy Zane, uh Montreal fan. Um but uh but we enjoy talking hockey. Those guys all have a fantasy league. I don't, I'm not a fantasy league guy. But um Jay's team is called <laughs> Moves Like Yager. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> and he always wins, which you know pisses everyone off. So and you know, um, you know what's and and Luke Harper, John John Huber, he was a, a massive Leafs fan from Rochester, New York. Loved the Leafs, loved Gilmore, you know, loved that whole era. Um, and uh, yeah, so those were kind of our hockey guys. A lot of the crew guys are hockey guys too, the yeah. camera guys and the production guys. Nice. Yeah. Rest in peace. Hey. Rest in peace to uh, to Brody Lee slash Luke uh, John Huber. Of course. Um, and uh, yeah, so you mentioned uh, Christian uh, slash Jay Riso. The, 
that the, I don't know if you caught him on on his, on his show on AEW where he uh used where he was in Toronto and he's a heel and he used the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs not making out of the first round to garner heel heat. He, now he I told, have to you told me about it. <laughs> I have to ask because I looked it up. Like I'm a big wrestling fan and I looked it up. I had to find it. Did did you in your time because I know you spent a lot of your time as a heel. Did you ever use the Leafs in a way to get heel heat in Toronto? Because I couldn't find it. I don't believe so. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I always just figured in Toronto it was always going to be difficult. But um, yeah, I, I can't not the Leafs. You know, <laughs> it's too Ar- much. Argos, Argos, Blue Jays, sure, but uh, <laughs> not the Leafs. Not the least. Yeah. Like Hold a special it, place it, in your heart, eh? <laughs> I mean, some, to... of my, some of my first memories of childhood are watching the Leafs. Like, I remember sitting in my grandparents' basement, shagging carpet because it's the 70s, and all my uncles who all played were all goalies except for my one uncle, Rick, was a forward. And I, I just – one of my first tangible uh, memories that, that uh, was – Leafs Islanders, I believe it was 78 playoffs. And um, man, they like, I so clearly remember sitting there. And so when, when you have memories like that, it just, it becomes, uh, it becomes more than a fan thing. It really just watching a Leafs game reminds me of my family or it reminds me of being back in Canada or um, yeah, it's just, it's those, those memories that watching something with your family, you know, a sport can build that. And, um, and, and just the eternal wishing every year and talking to my uncles like, okay, we got it this year. I really do. I love it. And, you know, that being said, I, I like the devils always have, you know, ever since they, they came into the league, um, you know, when, when they came into the league, I, I liked them because of their jerseys. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I yep. love the dark green and the red, and I just stuck by them too. You know, uh, if they play each other, I'm cheering for the Leafs, though. Ah, that, that, that was that was the question. <laughs> there you go. Because I I knew of the Devils fandom, but um, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna challenge you on it because to me, I think I don't think you have to be fan monogamous. I I think you can cheer for other teams. Like in 06, I I jumped on the Oilers bandwagon because they made that miracle run to the final, yeah. and I. Like shout out to game. We have game over Edmonton as well. So I became an Oilers fan for that time. So I, you know, I think it's good. I, I don't think you have to stick to one team. I think plus those New Jersey Devils jerseys with the green and red are probably okay. the most underrated. Come on, okay. most underrated ever. And <laughs> like, so I, I still like the Devils. The Leafs are my team. Um, uh-huh. I like the Can. I like when the Canucks were in the finals. I was so hoping they would win. You know, I, I have a soft yeah. spot for the Canucks. And I wish um, when they were in there, they had to beat Boston, but they didn't. And um, yeah, so I, but again, I just enjoy good hockey, you know? So if the Leafs aren't playing and I see that, you know, uh, I don't know, again, Vegas is playing Boston. It's like, I'm watching that game because I know how good it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um yeah, I just want to uh and to uh, stick with the the wrestling theme uh as I was saying. So the last time you were at Scotiabank Arena, um you wrestled uh Damian Priest in the main event. And uh after the show went off the air, you uh you spoke to the crowd and you said that 
next year, if plans are to be, you know, to be laid, you would like to wrestle your last match in Toronto. Now, I know that in life and in wrestling, you know, things don't always go to plan. But if it were, you know, up to you, who would you want to be your the final opponent for Edge? Wow, that's tough. Um, I mean, in a perfect world, uh, Jay, you know, Christian. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I, I don't see that one happening. Only just mm-hmm. because of our story and our friendship and our, you know, like when I went down to that lightning game, we sat out on, you know, and just kind of sat out over the bay and we just say idiotic stuff that only him and I know about and laugh for like 20 minutes. So you have <laughs> the kind of friendship with somebody. And um, so that would, that would be amazing, obviously. Um Man, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. That, that's a really tough one because I think maybe somebody that I've never wrestled before, but then at the same time, um, you know, it'd be good to get in there with somebody that I that I know I have really good chemistry with. So um, I have an idea. I have an idea, and I maybe I have maybe an idea, but I, I don't want to spill the beans. Oh, of course. I mean, we don't want you to spoil anything. <laughs> but I, I, here's my idea. You can pitch it if you want. Since Sami Zayn, Montreal fan. Edge, yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs fan, Stanley Cup on a pole match. Let's go. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Done. Book it. Let's go. Book Stanley it. Cup on a pole. Make <laughs> it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would be something, eh? <laughs> yeah, that, that, they... would, that would be a sight for sure. And yeah, and when it, so when we were in Toronto, I just. I didn't really have any plan on what I was going to say. You know, I just started mm-hmm. talking because I was enjoying being back home because it, it was the first time I was in Toronto since, you know, pre-pandemic in 2019. And first time back there performing, never thought I'd perform there again. So being able to stand in that ring again and just kind of feel that feeling you get when it's your hometown. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just figured I'd grab a mic and start talking. But uh, yeah, my contract's up in September um of 2023 so i just you know assume toronto usually is on the calendar around august so the timing could work out yeah that would be that'd be something to see eh? and uh, i mean you're you're not uh you're busy outside of wrestling too i mean you you got that uh percy jackson series coming along you'll be be aries on that and i just want to say on Vikings specifically, playing Chetel Flatnose, what you were fantastic on that. I'm, I'm a huge Vikings fan, so I'm so excited to see you uh, dive further into into acting and and being able to play Aries on, on Percy Jackson. I am so amped. I grew up watching that that uh, sorry, I grew up reading that entire series. I, I read Percy Jackson. I read the Olympians, the Heroes Olympus, and yeah. I am ecstatic. I can't wait for this to come out. I, it's been pretty exciting, you know. It, it was it was a fun uh, fun opportunity for sure. It uh, I didn't realize quite the scope of the Percy Jackson world and franchise and brand. Um, I mean, I've heard of it, but it, when those books came out, even when the the two movies that apparently didn't stick close to the books came out, I was I was in the grind. I was on the road, two hundred twenty days a year, or so if it happened from essentially like 2001 to 2011, I didn't catch it. And um, that's the pocket that those books came out and everything. So uh, once I got the role, I was like, I got to read these books. And then I flew through it and, and started to understand the scope of what that, 
that uh, franchise is. And it, it's been a blast. We film out in Vancouver, so I get to go back out there, which is amazing because I love Vancouver. And um, and the, the role is just, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of right down my uh, edge from 2006 wheelhouse. So it's <laughs> uh, it's been fun to dip into that again, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, hell, if you had told me that at 49 years old, I'd be collecting a paycheck from Disney and WWE at the same time, I'd, I'd probably think you're pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will see here. So do you think the Leafs have too much money in the big three to make a deep run in the playoffs? That's Jason Pratt. Prate. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. I mean, personally, I, I think they – one of the, the two issues it seemed was always D and, and goaltending, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been a firm believer in both goalies from the beginning of the season. And I know there was a, any interview I did, well, what do you think of the goaltending? I was like, what do you mean? What do I think? It's you got a guy, Matt Murray, who's won two, two Stanley Cups. I think he's like 11 and four, maybe in, in Stanley Cup finals games. He has two shutouts. He's, he's still young. Like in terms of he's got some years ahead of him. He's got experience. I don't see the problem. If you're judging him off of playing for Ottawa, I don't think that's a fair criteria (laughs) because they weren't exactly a powerhouse in front of him. Right. And um, so I thought him and Samsonov is a good one, two punch if they can stay healthy. And and in terms of goalie injuries, it seems to be, you know, an epidemic throughout the league. It's not just the Leafs goalies Um, and the D the D was always the other issue. And I really feel strongly that this is a good defensive core. I mean, you get Ben back, you get Riley back. Um, I mean, a perfect world. You get Muzzin back, man, you look at that now and that is some serious defense. Um, I, I, I don't know what changes you make except maybe to get another physical forward, like a really mm-hmm. physical, hard hitting forward. Um, who would you want that to be? Like, who would you, who would be like your, uh, speaking as a fan, who would you want, who would your trade deadline acquisition be to make that final push to the playoffs? Oh, man. Man, and what oh, role gosh. specifically? Cause we, we have quite a bit, we have some open spots, right? I mean like that, that top two as well, right? Top two left. Um, Yarn has filled out pretty well so far, but, uh, yeah. injuries, right? I, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's guys like Maroon and Perry. You watch the way they played tonight. And anytime they were on the ice, man, they just they pushed it into the leaf zone and they they just got in there. Those kind of guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and Maroon's a big dude. So, you know, more like that, possibly. So that way, if someone's getting pushed around or if there is that Marner hit at the end of the period, there's someone who can really step up. And um yeah, I, I don't know who that is though, or who would who that is that would be available. Hey, we, we did pick up a Dryden Hunt yesterday, right? And he is another yeah. big body guy, right? He's probably going to be slotted into that fourth line with uh, with Czar and and Holmberg, right? Um, that, that's another big body guy that could that could get down and dirty, right? Uh, and uh, really throw his body around as well. Yeah, and I that's the first thing I thought when I saw that trade because um, I like Malgan. I like his hustle. He was mm-hmm. quick skilled um, are you part of the mulligan hive <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess so um but but i i think you know some size some uh some aggressive size would be 
pretty great. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, a guy like, you know, Wilson from Washington, you know, would be, uh, you know, that kind of player. Um, Let's go. Cool. Right? I mean, That's a tough one. <laughs> it would be a tough one to get, but that would be the be, be, I know, but that acquisition, type of, yeah. like. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of our time here. We want to say thank you so much, Mr. Adam Copeland, for jumping on for Game Over Toronto today. Uh, it's been a real pleasure for myself, for Harnish, and the rest of our chat and everybody watching. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year to yourself and your family. And uh, thanks again for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge. Thanks for having me, guys. And you have me up way past my bedtime. And I, I actually managed this because usually right after the least game, I go straight to bed. So the fact that I like my lids aren't, you know, dropping, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite happy. That makes it <laughs> Unless I'm sacrifice- on Monday Night Raw and I have to be up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sacrifice sleep to be with us. That that makes us feel really good. It warms our heart. Thank you very much again. Take care. Appreciate it. Thanks, yep. guys. Happy it's been amazing. <laughs> by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.